Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome to the Miles Mikulski podcast, where we talk to some of your favorite artists and talk all things music-related, mainly hip-hop, but, you know, we might have to fling in a few things along the way. If you enjoy any of the content, make sure you follow me on socials at Miles Mikulski. Basically, it's in my name. If you're listening to it right now, you'll be able to see my name right there. I ain't going to spell it out because that's kind of long still. But follow me on socials to keep updated on who the next guest will be in the future. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into another episode of the Mars Mikulski podcast. Joining me right now is someone who's just dropped a brand new project, which is sounding smooth, silky, and everything right. Yeah. <laughs> Savannah Ray, talk to me. What is, how, how are you? No, no, ask any question. How are you? How are you? I'm, I'm well, I'm well. And thank you for that intro. I'm, I'm good. I'm as good as I can be with this snow, which you can probably see. I can't, and, see, you know, I can't even see the snow yet. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> I can't even see the snow on your side. No, I, the window's open, so it's probably just really wet. But yeah, there's snow in Toronto. So Boy, that's a bit bad. So you're not leaving the house? No, it's it's we weren't anyway because we're actually back on lockdown. Okay. With the snow as well, I didn't have any plans anyways. Yeah, so. That's that's the type <laughs> of time where you could just lock in. You get a whole bunch of songs, new songs written, recorded. <laughs> next EP next week. Simple as that. <laughs> but. Okay. Let's talk about this brand new project that is out right now. Opia is how you say it, or is it Opia? Uh, Opia. Opia, okay. And it's what, eight tracks, nine with a bonus on there. Yeah. And it's a really, really very good body of work. It's very smooth. It's got different emotions running through it. So talk us through it, because some of these tracks are a couple of years old, or you've just kind of developed them. Yeah, um, so I, I really wanted the first project to kind of like play out like a, like a story, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. because, you know, I, I've been around for a little bit, but I really was just putting out singles. So I'd like drop a single and then disappear. And I drop a single and then disappear. So, you know, I knew when it came to a project, I really had to put, you know, a lot of time into making sure the sequence told the story of even, even the time in between and where I'm at now, where I was when I started. So. Yeah, that was really, really important to me. And um, with putting Best Yet to Come as the bonus, it's like, that's where the journey kind of started. 
So it was really important for me to have that in the project. Yeah, of course, because people need to see kind of a start, a finish and where I'm at, because it's not going to end anytime soon. And (laughs) yeah, facts. And you know what? The funniest part about the, the whole story and stuff is, is the fact that you've got Amazon giving you breakthrough of the month and the best is yet to come, which is on the tape, which is a bonus track as one yeah. of the Hot 100 songs from Apple Music last year. So you know your story and your content is good, but you've got two rivals showing you a <laughs> love at the same time. <laughs> true, that's true. I didn't even think of it like that. Listen, just keep doing it. You know what I mean? One of them was going to come and try to say, listen, we would nice you if you just kind of disown the other one. But you have to be you smart player. None of them have been like that, which is amazing. Like, mm. you know, relationships with Spotify, Apple, Amazon, like they haven't been like that with each other. So... It's pretty dope. <laughs> so far, so good. That's it. So That's far, it. so far. <laughs> so for you, like, what are some of the kind of key themes? Because like OPR is something that it's a kind of a, a foreign name to a lot of people. Like a lot of people aren't going to be able to connect with that off rip. So right. why is that such an important concept and name for this tape in the first place? Yeah, well, you know what? Like it's uh, OPR is, is, is a word for feeling. So it's not in like our Webster's dictionary, um, but you know, uh, I was on Twitter one day and I seen you know Brent Fias, who's another really dope uh, R and B artist, and he had tweeted a word, and I was like, "What is that word?" And I'm kind of like a word nerd, yeah. and I was like, "I've never read that word before." So I, I mean, I'm not gonna say I know every word, but it looked very foreign to me. So I went and looked it up, and it was from something called. Is it the, uh, it's like the obscure, the, the dictionary of sorrows. Okay. Like 45 words for feelings. And I'm reading through these words and I'm like, whoa. And it has like stuff for like when you get like goosebumps because of the wind. And I'm like, what is happening? So I get down to the bottom and I see opia. Mm-hmm. And opia literally means like when you stare someone in the eyes and it makes you uncomfortable because you feel like they're seeing like into your soul. Okay. Okay. Like, whoa. Like. It's kind of deep. This is kind of deep. And also it's like, you know, for me, when I, like I at least write, you know, part of my music, if not all of my music. So it's very, very personal stuff. Yeah. And I'm saying personal deep things to strangers. So that's what it feels like. It feels like people staring me in my soul. So I was like, this has got to be it. This has got to be it. Even though it's a foreign word, like people don't know it what happens is people tend to go and look up what it means if they don't just see it from me. Yeah. And that even creates sort of like a deeper connect project. Yeah, 100%. Because I think with that being said, and now we know the definition 100% and how you wanted to portray this tape, was it you wanted to hold a few things back because you wanted to kind of continue to share the story in later tapes? Or was it, let me just give everyone my all right about now? Um like hold hold things back prior to this project or you mean after um as a, as a point of like maybe like after this project there might be a story or something or a theme or a motif that you might want to run with in the next project that you yeah. wanted to hold back from yeah no you know what like i didn't hold back at all on this project this is this is all of it you know mm-hmm. and um from here like I, you know I'm, I'm working on the next project now but it's kind of just like i don't know what the next journey is going to be like i'm still living it and you know, it might be another word or another theme that inspires the next next project. But, you know, for this one, like, yeah, I laid it. I don't know what what else more I could 
saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like you've got, you know, like Scar, you've got so many different like ranges going through. I mean, what song yeah. is something that you want people? Obviously, we know that the main tracks, you know, are OPR yeah. and we've got Solid. They're the main ones. We've got a video for Solid that looks really, really nice as well. So shout Thanks. out to you for that. All the good work. But yeah. is there any of the other tracks that you want people to really resonate with the most out of them? Or is it kind of just take it as it comes? Um, I feel like every song plays an equal part to the journey. But if you really want to get to know like who I am, mm-hmm. then it's between Opia, the title track. Yeah. Best is yet to come. I yeah. think those two kind of lay it all bare, you know? And then it, like, I feel like on this project, there's different songs for like, different emotions yeah you know sacred you just want to you know but nothing into something just a little bop like there's lighter songs on the project but if you're really trying to vibe itty gritty of it those those it's gotta be yeah i think that's what i like about the tape as well there's a bit of diversity i think a lot for me it was very laid back and mellow but you've got a couple of songs on there that could just be extracted and you could play it out in the summer you can do a few things you know what i mean <laughs> but you know, I'm just I didn't say I didn't say what thing, I just said things, you know what I'm saying? But like as you kind of go through now, like some of the fan feedback and a lot of the reaction, how has that been for you? Because I think it's seen nothing but positive so far from what I'm seeing. I I'm like waiting to wake up to be honest. Like I all of the feedback has been positive. All of it. And it's you know, I'm used to supporting my city because I've been here for a long time, but like it's from so many different places now. And you know, I'm, the commentary is like, this this project sounds like it was written for me and like no skips and I don't know, I'm, I'm just grateful. I'm so happy that, that people are, first of all, care to listen to it and two, are kind of, you know, relating to it and resonating with it because that's really all I, all I wanted out, mm. out of it. Yeah, I think, the way this year has gone and it's you know, across the world, it's been a period of a bit of a step back and people have had to look at different things. So to have a tape where you show, you know, elements of vulnerability throughout the tape, a lot of people are kind of feeling like that, maybe not in the same ways as you and other people might be. So having that there and just a short, quick nine songs really helps to just, listen, I had it on repeat for a while. So that's hey. the thing. That's how it's got to be. But let's talk about someone who's been instrumental as well and someone who's kind of taken you under the wing, which is uh, Boy Wonder. So, yeah. like, having someone like that in your corner, working on things with you, how important is that for you and help, helping you to, like, cultivate your own sound and lane as you go on from before yeah. and now? Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's everything. I mean, you know, he took me to one of my first, like, real sort of writing sessions. And like, you know, that was one of the first times I actually saw like how it works. And in the beginning of when, you know, him and I started working together, that's that's really all it was. There was no like, I wasn't signed to him, nothing like that. He was just like, okay, I like your, your songwriting. I like your voice. I like you as a person. Like come to a few sessions. And, you know, obviously little did I know that was kind of like my audition process. Yeah. But, you know, from then I see, I saw how he works. I got to see how some of the best songwriters in the game work, work with some incredible artists just by him bringing me. So, you know, and that was a start. And it's like, I would have never had those opportunities. Well, maybe later, but it would I wouldn't have been able to learn from him in mm. that way if he hadn't, <clears throat> excuse me, given me that sort of opportunity. And then, you know, later on for him to come back and, you know, he was like, hey, like, you know, I want to sign you. 
And I assumed that that he meant as a songwriter. I'm like, yeah, like as a songwriter, sure. And he was like, no, 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 like as an artist, I want yeah. you to be my artist. And for me, that was so affirming of like everything that I, you know, already been through and, you know, how long the journey had already been for someone like him to say, hey, you know, I want to start with you and it could be anybody. It was really, really um, sort of like a, a life altering moment for me. Yeah. I mean, that's something that would definitely change your perspective because I think songwriters, like I think a lot of songwriters from what I gather always want to be singers but not everyone can make that jump into the next step for mm. one one reason or another sometimes some people right. are more conscious of image some people aren't but the fact that he showed that confidence in you is like yeah. such an amazing feeling for you I'm, I'm saying it from a perspective of just listening to what you're saying but yeah. you know it's something that's so great that like w when you were doing all the songwritings I know you did uh, was it Wonder Girls um, camp as well you was writing in that year, that was the Amazon Women one, yeah. Huh? That, that was the one for Amazon, right? Or was it the All Women yeah. Creative Camp? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, for song or some of the other songwriters there in there and that who weren't, you know, established artists and stuff, like, is that jump a worry for some people to go from, you know, just being a songwriter to then becoming a full-fledged artist and you know having bodies of work or singles behind them? Because I think, you know, sometimes it's hard to get people to see you in a different way. Yeah. After you. And it, for me, it was like, I've always been a singer. First, it was just like, okay, let me try and get, you know, get myself in the door. Yeah. You know, and um, I, at this point, that's what it started as, but now I, I love them equally. I love songwriting and I love being an artist. Um, now, honestly, we're in a day and age though now where we have a lot of like singer songwriters. Maybe before, before I feel like, like back in the day, like in the nineties and, you know, in the early 2000s, like it was either you're a songwriter or an artist. Like to make that jump was like literally almost impossible. Yeah. Um, now I feel like, yeah, like a lot, there's a lot of creators that are coming up that are writing their own music or, you know, that are producing their own music. Uh, like it's, it's a different, it's a different age. Yeah. So then for you now, as you said, like you enjoy the process hand in hand. And obviously we know that a lot of the stuff starts with, you have to have a good song and then sometimes that same song could be assembled on not any beat, but a beat of some sort and you can right. really refix it. So are you kind of, when it comes to production, even though obviously I know this was executive produced by, not by yourself, but by someone else, yeah. are you still very hands-on in that process as well? Or is it just, yeah? 100%. Everybody that works for me knows I'm incredibly picky. Mm. Like I don't even, it really like, it has nothing to do with like, oh, clout or not. I really, if I have, if I were to have in a perfect world, I like to actually be in the room when the production is being made for everything, as opposed to like set beats. So for my own artistry, like when I'm songwriting, it's like, okay, cool. Like you, you send me a pack, I'll write on it, I can send it out. But for my own artistry, it's like, I really enjoy being sort of like immersed in the experience. Mm. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. That's very I think equally important to me. Like the production is very, very, very important, and so is the song. Mm. I feel like it's it. I get energy from the producer because I'm writing at the same time, and then the producer can get certain energy from me because yeah. we're we're there at the same time. So yeah, I mean, it's, that, like you said, it's it's true because you need both sides to work well for the end product to be you know the best it can be. So okay. it works like that. But let's, obviously, we could be talking about production and songwriting and everything for such a long time. I wanna, as we get towards the end of the interview now, like, 
what's next for you? What's the next step? Obviously, we're at the end of the year. You're doing big things. Yeah. You're in lockdown right now. They're still outside. In Toronto. Like, are you in, in Toronto at the moment? Yeah. Yes, I'm in Toronto. Yeah. So right now, you're going nowhere. So what is the plan for the rest of 2020 into 2021? I'm working on the next project. Working yeah. on the next project. Um, we're probably going to start like now. I mean, we we don't have nothing else to do. Um, and um, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be 2021, but I, I would have loved. I would love still to tour. It's probably more like 2022. Yeah. And traveling. Um, yeah, just a lot more music. A lot more cool stuff. Yeah, I'm just I'm just getting started. I mean, I'm really looking forward to seeing the journey. I'm looking forward to seeing more videos and things that come out from you. And everyone, make sure you go and stream it and just support the record because it is a very, very beautiful sounding tape. Savannah, is there anything you want to say to the people who are listening, watching this right now? First of all, thank you so much, Miles. And um, I would just say, listen, um, if you like this interview, whatever the case may be, please go ahead and give my debut EP, Opia, a listen. I am about 99.9% .9 sure you will not be disappointed. Um, <laughs> my name is Savannah Ray. Thank you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.